audio listeners, I just caught a vibe. Oh. Anyways, welcome back to Nefarious Things. This is episode two. My name is Ashley. Uh, my name's Alex. <laughs> oh my god. You're always starting these episodes off with a bang, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, <laughs> if you missed the first episode of Nefarious Things, we talked about three movies, Titan, Halloween Kills, and Dune. You guys heard my thoughts about Dune. Didn't really, I mean, it was okay. It was good, but it could have been better, I think. Yep. Um, also, before we get into anything serious, I just want to touch on things that we've uploaded on our main channels this week. Mm-hmm. I uploaded a reaction video to 12 Foot Ninja's song um, called Over and Out with Tatiana from Ginger. And her channel is Dead Girl Superstar, which is going to be linked down below in the YouTube video if you guys want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what did you upload? Yeah, I uploaded the the Matrix video, the Matrix Resurrection Resurrections. Show Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, no, I am really excited. I think we should add those to my collection. I always pass them up because I'm like, well, like they're a staple in the collection, but like also like I could find some probably like cooler things that are not like people don't have yet. So like, yeah, I struggle with the matrix because you know how I have my movies separated by genre because I'm a little crazy, you know? Um, so <laughs> I have the matrix right now in my horror collection um, because I do feel like it in a way I don't know I feel like it belongs in a subgenre of the horror. Well, um, it's kind of sci-fi. Yeah. So I mean. But I also you have a lot of sci-fi stuff. Could just do with my like super drama movies with a little bit of sci-fi put in, but that's you. You have a lot of sci-fi stuff. You have like Alien and other things like that. You know. Yes, I do. Speaking of, I uploaded a mm-hmm. unboxing video of my Ellen Ripley and Xenomorph figures onto my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good video. And we announced the podcast. Our podcast in that video. Yeah, so people should go watch that. So run it up, run up the views on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In the first episode, I, you asked me a trivia question Mm -hmm. and I've been telling you all day that I have a good one for you, but I feel like you're going to know the answer immediately. Yeah, but I'm dumb. No, you're not. (laughs) Are you ready? This is going to be so hard, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how long did it take for the Blair Witch Project to be filmed entirely? I don't know that. (laughs) What are you talking about? What? It's it's something, Um, it's it's so quick. Like, that's what she said. Like a day? (laughs) Like a day? No. More than that? Yeah, just just a little bit more than that. (laughs) That's what she said also um t- uh two days no a week just about it took eight days oh okay yeah i figured you might have known that one no well i mean no i actually never heard that before but that was a good question i'm glad that Thanks. i know that now now if somebody asks how long it took to film now i know <laughs> you're gonna be like oh l- did you know the blair witch project was so many days <laughs> i know and everyone's gonna be like Okay. <laughs> Calm <Bye>. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex, you are unhinged again. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh Alex, hit the sauce. <laughs> this weekend coming up, 
is Alex's birthday. Yeah, so Venmo me a million dollars, please. Thank you very much. Venmo in the bio. I'm just joking. I'm oh my just goodness. We it's are just finally my name. <laughs> we, How long has it been? It's been 10 days since we've seen each other last. Too long, too long, way too long. Not even 10 days. Um, but yeah, it has been way too long. Um, so we will be together for our next episode in real mm -hmm. life, but not over Zoom. Maybe we can do two episodes that weekend. I would love to. That means we have to crank out so many movies. What are what are our thoughts about new season three? For I you? think we collectively together we did not like it. Wait for you. Yeah. Yeah, I. <laughs> okay, I kind of loathed almost all of the season. I'm not gonna lie, especially the fake COVID anti-vaxxer, yeah. but like it's about the measles or, or measles. something. And um, I don't like how they ended it, to be honest. And I don't, I don't like, like how they ended it at all. I don't want to give any spoilers because we're just mentioning what we've been watching, but that whole season was a mess and yeah. i am not looking forward and to season four based on how it ended what's up with all like the the kid references like it's like okay we didn't learn from the the crystalia situation let's just continue yeah. doing kid stuff it's weird. yeah also it's weird vibes for me as you brought up just season two right now with crystalia i <laughs> like fuck crystalia we're starting beef with crystalia yeah, absolutely let's we fuck can all immediately started <laughs> yeah. i really liked season two i thought all the characters in season two were really good and i liked it a lot um remember when you was just like a lifetime show and then everyone yeah, was but, like oh we're but then i got roped in because i don't know i i watched so much like i don't know i all i really watch is like horror related content so like when i get a good juicy drama i'm here for it and it had murder in it hell yeah but Penn Badgley, do you ever listen to his band? Um, no, I didn't even know he had a band. I like his music. <laughs> it's called oh Mother, M-O-T-H-X-R. <laughs> uh, so we started Succession a long time ago, and the past couple of episodes, the drug, the, the amount of drugs. Oh my god. <laughs> it has been so great. <laughs> They're like having a serious conversation. He's like, so... I'm about to do these four lines of cocaine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and my heart's going to stop and like, okay. <laughs> but I, I, Greg oh in that last episode was hilarious, but we are still on season one. Um, yeah. We're just about done season one. Trying to get caught up. I have to remind myself that I'm doing a podcast with you because I'm going to get caught up talking to you the way we normally just like hang out and talk, you know? Really? You <laughs> Carried away with things. I want to. I want to get carried away with you. This is our vibe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> For audio listeners, I just caught a vibe. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't say that out loud. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna clip that. That's gonna be the intro. <laughs> <laughs> No Danny McBride this week. <laughs> um, oh my God. But yeah, I'm really excited to get more into Succession because I don't know, I feel like it has a humor that <laughs> we like together and yeah. it can be really intense sometimes and I enjoy it a lot. And Will Ferrell produced it? What yeah, the fuck's that up last with that? night, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, 
Oh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> is that the same Will Ferrell? Like, is there another? Honestly, honestly, uh, <laughs> is there two? Is there two? Um, but we also, the last thing that we actually watched um, would be Project X. And do you guys remember that there was a flamethrower incident? Yeah, whatever that was, that. they literally reenacted Kurt Russell in the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there but, was just like a, it just turned into the purge, and like people were shooting and getting killed, and there's an explosion, and then it's just normal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, Hard I don't even remember that. Like, what happened? I didn't even remember. And I love that how happened. there was a warning at the beginning of the movie that was like, yeah. not <laughs> in this movie, like, please do not do any of this. But uh, also, as we were talking about while we were watching the movie, um. A little uncomfortable that there were so many boobies but this was supposed to be high schoolers yeah, yeah. and it was before the miles teller guy got there miles that teller. My oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i love how we started that movie immediately i'm like everyone's a <laughs> you going in any place ever <laughs> oh my goodness Oh, the perks of having a bisexual girlfriend. Oh anyway. my god. <laughs> um so let's get into <laughs> You said the perks of having a bisexual girlfriend. Like what? <laughs> god. Oh my goodness. We have to we have a visitor. Hey. Your... Let... This is your favorite child. Yeah, right. I mean it took hey, it only took till the second episode for them to get in the shot oh yeah. the cats yeah, <laughs> yeah i know i was saying to him after we filmed that was like the cats have been angels just kidding let's get into our little bit of news before we only have two things to really touch on this week um because it's only been a few days since we filmed our last episode um but two things that we actually need to talk about a24 is the beach and Astro World. Yeah, they honestly they give me the same vibe. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's a mess. They're just live yeah. horrific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well the beach, yeah. Did you hear that before I brought that up to you? No, I what? didn't, which is why I've been stuck on it since you did bring it up. <laughs> yeah, like what is that? It's like a 24 hour seven day week long streaming event but it's like a guy living on a beach but there's probably not gonna be dialogue or other people in it yeah so what i'm wondering is because it's a24 and we know that they're um they are up to some nefarious things sometimes um <laughs> we spring i don't labors. know <laughs> uh, spring break no. <laughs> um i don't know is it going are they gonna put like a red herring in there somewhere is something really fucked up gonna happen we could only fucking hope if it if it does it then i'm not watching (laughs) i don't don't know is it gonna be like a um a performance art kind of thing i need a 24 hour week-long stream of midsummer vibes (laughs) yeah absolutely or just Florence Pugh. I mean, you could just throw Florence Pugh in there if you want. Cooking. Yeah. Like, Cooking, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Existing. <laughs> she could just measure water in a yeah. measure of how I would watch. She, she just cuts her hair on her Instagram and we're all just like... <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> she exists. Yeah. Fuck. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, 
let's get into the astral world fuckery. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you said you had a lot know. to talk about, right? I have a lot to talk about, but I don't know. I guess you do too. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how ridiculous this looks on camera. <laughs> it's okay. Me having a one liter oh here. Oh my like... God. <laughs> me having a three liter, just drinking out of a three liter thing of water. Like, <laughs> a barbarian. Like, I just randomly hold this up. People are probably like, what the You're fuck like, is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know where to begin <clears throat> with Astral World. Um, other than like a it was a horrific incident that absolutely did not need to happen. It was mm. not warranted. You know, things could have been done to prevent this. Um, on H3 today, from the other day that I was listening to, they brought up and multiple people brought up um, if Travis Scott just couldn't hear what was happening, right? That's the that's the argument. Like if he just couldn't he hear what was happening, right? But yeah, that's the thing. You're above all these people on stage. You can see what's happening. You don't need to hear what's going on to be able to see what's in front of you. So mm -hmm. that's fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I fully believe he saw what was happening. I guess let's bring it back to 2017, like I was talking about earlier, um, when he, in New York, in New York City, um, the fan was pushed off of the balcony at a show, but it was encouraged to happen. Mm -hmm. So, like, why was all of this chaos? Like, why hasn't anybody picked up on this, you know? And that other incident where another person was encouraged to jump from a, a far, a high height. And um, that was after the crowd had stopped the show and asked for help. And like, yeah. how do you not realize how stupid you look up there? Like doing the robot and like singing in auto tune oh when there's literally people dying in front of you, you know? Like it's so tone deaf. Yeah, I agree. It's like he's like his... <laughs> I just, <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. I don't even know, like, where to start. <laughs> yeah, and, okay, well, I guess one thing that we can um, get off the table immediately is all of the, the TikToks of people going, this was demonic sacrifice. Oh, He's yeah. sacrificing these people to, like, demonic overlords mm -hmm. to get what he wants. That's insane. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, like, what these people are thinking. Like, it's just, I, it's not, like, exactly a straightforward incident but it's kind of a straightforward incident and i feel like these people are just like looking for like the next conspiracy i'm all into conspiracies like i literally have a whole podcast dedicated to conspiracies i am here for it i am not here for that because <laughs> yeah, yeah tablet. <laughs> um but also let's talk about how i'm i didn't finish the whole h3 podcast so i didn't hear if this was confirmed or not but like i mentioned allegedly the police um, let him perform for 40 more minutes. Yeah, that's confirmed, they, yeah. Yeah, okay. They didn't want to, like, they wanted to avoid a riot because the concert ended. The police mishandled the situation. Oh, absolutely. Like, completely, like, 
I, I don't believe that them saying that there if they stopped it, there would have been a riot because you could just turn the house lights on and you go, hey, this is the fucking police. You need to disperse immediately because yeah. we have like fatalities, like this concert's done. Um, or at the very beginning of the show, they could have, or, or supposedly from what, I don't know, TMZ posted, been posting tons of shit. I, I don't know what to believe from them. Because the day after that happened, they were like, they were trying to spin the narrative. And I think Travis Scott's team, aka Chris Jenner, was like sent, aka Lou Taylor and Chris Jenner. I was gonna say Lou sen- Taylor. <laughs> were sending like they were trying to spin the story into the uh, like the needle incident. And then today that was found out that was a lie. The security guard never got stabbed with a needle at all. Yeah, that's. That's really and scary. and that was a complete lie. And he said, um, he and one of the over. security guards that was there was like, we were never meant to be here. We were just contracted last minute to be here, so we didn't know what was gonna happen. So we left. The sec- yeah. Well, the secure. Okay, so like with security, like a lot of people are like, yeah. Well, like these people need to be like super duper trained, but like. I don't know. I don't know if you've been to like a lot of concerts or people listening have been to a lot of concerts, especially festival concerts, because those specifically are like people are just like volunteering, just random people. They're just volunteering to have a night, get, get into that show for free and to go be security. That's all yeah. they, that, they're not Honestly. trained security guards. They're just like sign up volunteer. Like my mom did that one time, like where she was just like- When I was at Warped Tour, it was just a, a bunch of like kids doing security. Yeah, Warped Tour, like they, they that's how they kind of get it. They just do like voluntary. Sometimes they hire like actual security teams. I doubt that's what they did for this one. Um, but- I mean, I don't know. The, there's so many things that went wrong with this. The only time like- that I've ever really had like major security at a con or like at a show was when I was at a casino or when I've been in a small bar venue. And there was like a lot of security there. Yeah, like when I like remember the blind dog that I would talk about before it got burned down. Oh, um, yeah. There used to always be a lot of security out front mm-hmm. and like walking throughout like because there was a lot of young kids there you know yeah and like another thing is like they there there's a lot of like training that goes into like being a security guard there's a lot of things that you could do as a performer or like as the crew of the show or as security guards or as like people that are working there like literally as simple as getting a fucking flashlight and the people that are like at the barricade literally being crushed to death you sign a flashlight and you say, okay, these people, like, there's something going on here, point the thing there, and then, like, maybe there's other security guards that can come break up that little thing, or something else can go on. Like, I know, like, a lot of times if there's, like, really, like, heavy-duty moshing, which, by the way, just to put this out there, this was not a mosh pit at this Travis no. Scott thing. This is not what that was. There were, and- people keep saying pit, but, like, they're getting confused because, being in a general admission area is also considered a pit, but that's not pitting. Like that's not mosh pitting. No, that's not like mosh. General rule when you're in a mosh pit that I've ever been to is if someone falls down, you help yeah. Them but back up. The, the point the point I was making is that it wasn't a mosh pit, so there no. was no ability to do that. If they were no, being I'm, crushed. I know that, but I'm saying like, why is there more etiquette at a metal show with like big? Well, 
I've seen, know. I've seen, I'll be honest with you. I've seen very bad etiquette at metal shows. And I, well, shows. I've been to only a few. So I've and seen, I I've seen people get knocked out on purpose at shows. I had shittier etiquette at a theory of a dead man concert <laughs> than I have at any other metal show that I've been to. Like I, a lot of people are like throwing that around. They're like, well, I, I, you know, I just like go to metal shows and like, we don't do that there. And it's like, bro, you like fucking try to kill each other when you go to the show. Like that's the whole point of the fucking show. What the fuck? Well, look at that. I don't know. Like, look at that Slipknot. I don't know if you saw on TikTok the Slipknot one. That was the the one that was going viral. They were with the guy in the wheelchair and they were pushing around. That was so nice. Like, yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, but like, it's not the the Travis Scott thing that they're not moshing. It was like they were, like the people. It's literally like this happens a lot. Like at at big size things like this where it's literally called a human crush. There's too many people where you can't move and everybody's just crushed up against a barricade. The worst one that I've ever heard of, it was actually at a soccer event. It was at a soccer game in the eighties, not even at a concert, a soccer game where like they only let a certain number of people in because there's seats. And they, the, the police there decided to open up an exit gate to let more people in because everyone was out. There's too many people outside of the venue. So they were like, let's just let everybody in. But there was no cops inside the venue. They were all outside. So when, when everyone funneled in, they were like, let's go get the best seats in the house, even though that whole entire area was filled. All of the, the, the all other sides, like, cause you know, it's like a, like an oval kind of thing. And then like those two, like in the middle, which are the best seats, filled to the brim these things were literally virtually empty no one were, was in there and people were spilling there's a metal like barrier and people were s- literally like you could look at the pictures like there was just like dead people like like that oh like in God. the gate and then like people and then it eventually broke and then 97 people died when 97 talking about this i don't know why in my head i'm picturing the zombies from train to busan oh my god <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Um, that's horrific and and if you i don't know there's so many videos out about the astral world thing but there was a video somebody took like as they were walking they were in between the barricade and the stage and they were walking just filming like the end of the barricade with their phone and everyone there was like two people two or three people piled on top of each other literally over the barricade like people were just like smushed it did they did not look like they were having fun like they looked like they were in pain like they were just like this like and they could not move. That's how it was. And I'm like, he could see that from the stage. You could literally look and see that. And that's yeah. not okay. So like, and, and as a performer, you have a certain type of etiquette. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, he maybe he couldn't see, but like, even later on, he, he saw some people go down. He stopped the show. She stopped the show like temporarily, like, even though it was like for like three seconds, but like, he saw stuff going. He saw stuff the entire show. Yeah. Well, when he saw stuff going on, he should have been like, I mean, he probably saw the barricade situation too, but like he should have been like, instead of being like, oh, wow, like remember that meme I tied to with the Spider Man thing? He's like, they really love me. It's like screaming for help. That's literally him. He literally could have just been like, hey, everyone, like this does not look safe. Like people look like they're in pain. Like, can you back up off the barricade? He's the, he is a microphone. Like people, that's what I was going to say. He has the microphone. So many bands, so many shows I've been to, not just bands, I've been to rap shows like that. I've been to hardcore shows like that, pop punk shows like that, where they just like the performer or the band or artist, they stop and they say, look, 
there's a situation in the crowd where someone went down or like maybe they just see like people are moshing a little too hard. I've had them stop a show because people were moshing too hard in a punk show. And they've been like, look, this is not, we're not trying to kill each other. We're trying to have fun, like take care of each other out there or we're not going to continue. I think that like some people are misunderstanding what happened. Like it's not that it was like a crazy mosh pit. It wasn't a crazy mosh pit that happened. And it wasn't a... I don't know. Well, it was, definitely wasn't a crazy mosh pit. It definitely wasn't like... No, I, I, like I told you, I was watching Dr. Todd Grande, as I mentioned in the last mm, video, yeah. his video about stampedes and what yeah, causes and like crowd crushing, yeah. Yeah, um, I highly recommend that because it was quite informative. Um, yeah. I don't know, about... <clears throat> the crowd mentality and what happens once it starts and a whole different type of psychology like and you and as a performer though like that's why like the performer is always like stop what you're doing like this is dangerous back up a little bit because they're the ones that everyone's there to see so like you'd be surprised how many people listen to one guy with a microphone um did you i don't know if you ever knew about the band fugazi but they oh, would yeah. Yeah. yeah they would refund people who would fuck up at their shows they would have money <laughs> cash and do it to them and then um the video of the yeah, food fighters where dave Grohl kicked the guy out and they put light on him and he was like no no, no like absolutely not get the fuck out yeah of yeah he's here. like what, was that the one where he's like no fighting at my shows get the fuck out of here yeah and buddy's yeah. playing a fucking accordion like what oh are you doing <laughs> and and uh that green day video i showed you yeah. but... should we get into movies or do you have anything else to say about astro world um well fuck the whole situation and fuck anyone that's defending any of that situation also fuck the people in the crowd first and foremost fuck the people in the crowd before anything else because they're the ones that specifically caused this i would like to give a special fuck you to kylie jenner specifically for recording the ambulances from the vip balcony and then then deleting her instagram story oh my of course she would so that's disgusting on her behalf. She has young children and she- And they were there. Stormy was there. And they were there. And they, and she, well, she's pregnant with the other one, but she should have been more mindful of what she was doing, knowing that she has such a big audience and knowing that things could have been horrific and she doesn't know, you and know, like she doesn't- If you see ambulance lights, like, it's that's, like, don't, that's don't the sign. It. That's the sign. Well, that's the sign to stop the show right there. Like that's yeah, your, like, that's your, it, that's the thing. And they said, they said it was like, yeah, they said it was like 40 minutes after they declared it a mass casualty event before they even stopped the show. Yeah. What? They said, they said the cops there knew, already knew, and they were still filming him performing. There was, that's what TMZ was like. They were like getting all the fucking cops videos and put, they were like, all these cops are fucking filming this while this is happening. And they already knew that this was a mass casualty event. Like, like what? so long captain jack meal from burger king who are you they were like crowd surfing like the dead bodies out of the, the yeah crowd. i heard that like i know because on h3 today dan was like oh you can't show that video and ethan's like it's okay just play and dan's like no there's a dead body in this video and it would not be of value to anybody stupid situation he doesn't know crowd etiquette crowd didn't know crowd etiquette uh, the people there the, the houston pd fucking fucked up live nation fucked up it's a big fuck up and more than i mean eight people died probably more are gonna die yeah. people are Wasn't brain it dead. In, the, in like the 300s that were injured 
yeah people were injured like with the it, but it's because it's like he's like he's a, he's appealing to the young crowd like they're all like influencer type of kids like phase banks oh i'm people. appealing to all ages i did half a zan 15 hours till i land like that's i know that's no. a great part of the song but like still don't make music like that and try to appeal to all ages no, I, I totally agree with you but that's like what he's like in Fortnite. like he's in fucking all the, he was ga- doing all the, the games Fortnite emote dance. yeah that's what i'm saying like he's he's like he's on he's like in mcdonald's like toys and shit like he's he yeah. like he's there to like make I don't know but that's all culture like it's not even just him it's like the whole influencer culture like they have people like following them around like everywhere they go and just like causing like incidents everywhere and like that's why there's that one video of, like FaZe Banks River going into GameStop like I'm FaZe Banks and everyone's like he's just there by himself and everyone's just like what the fuck like get the fuck out of here like, who are you don't even know who you are yeah like but that's like the type of like mentality that these kids have and like fucking travis scott and all these people like they think that they're like fucking rock stars and shit and i don't know they probably pay i bet you i bet you any money travis scott all those influencers i was just talking about i bet you they pay people to follow them around just to follow them around so everywhere they go it looks like they have something going on like there's yeah, a scene all the youtube on. tana they all call paparazzi on themselves just so that they look like not they even have- paparazzi i'll talk about it. there's probably just like fans like they probably just like they probably find people on the street and they're like oh this kid looks like he's like in these jordans on hey come over here you want to make 100 bucks today follow me around for the day i bet you they do shit like that i, I can almost guarantee it so <laughs> let's in <watch>. conclusion yeah. <laughs> travis scott you're done yeah, you're done. You're done. Fuck Travis Scott. <laughs> Fuck Kylie Jenner. Okay. Let's Anyways, let's get into our main movie this week, which was Lamb. A movie that was not so, it's not so positive on the reviews, I guess. It was strange. I so let's this movie was directed by <laughs> this movie was directed by Vladimir Johansson. Um it is starring Numi Rapace, who I believe was in wasn't she in the girl with the dragon tattoo? Mm, maybe. She was in the Secrets We Keep, which I watched like last year sometime at some point, which wasn't bad. Yeah, mm. she was in that movie um Rupture that I watched, and she was in another mm. one. I like her. I think she's a really cool yeah. actress. Yeah, yes, I like her. She takes in roles that aren't normally conventional. Um, yeah, I like her movie, as an actress. Yeah, this movie essentially is about um, in rural in rural Iceland, a childless couple discover a strange and unnatural newborn in their sheep barn, and they decide to raise it like their own. But sinister forces are determined to return the creature to the wilderness that birthed her. So I didn't know any of the plot going into the movie i just (laughs) saw the trailer and the trailer was pretty vague so yeah i only watched like i actually only watched a teaser trailer before it was even a24 and that was the only thing i watched about this once i saw lamb like the way that they kind of marketed it 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 seemed like it would have been a movie about the animals coming back as a herd to take back what was theirs kind of thing um mm, that's which i guess I, is I felt, in a sense yeah but i felt like it was going to be more of a they all kind of attack at once kind of thing. Oh, okay yeah but it wasn't like that um i honestly didn't Do we want to get into spoilers before we get too far 
yeah i mean we could talk about whatever okay because uh, i don't i just didn't want to like ruin it for anyone spoiler hey, alert hey if you listen to any actually yeah spoiler alert for any of these episodes um if we're going to be talking about like full movies that we watch we might we may say a spoiler so that goes for all of the episodes because i don't want to censor myself so careful so <laughs> go on what i thought you wanted to go spoilers i think you had something to say oh um well because in the when we first started watching it i i didn't realize that when they were birthing the baby that it was half human I don't know. I initially didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. And it started, there was like some more, I think it, they didn't really kind of even hint at that at first. It was kind of like more signs like started showing as it was yeah. getting older. Because they were cuddling it in bed and she was very mm. attached to it. So then when you first saw like a human hand and her dressing this up like a human baby, it kind of got a little weird and it kind of made me feel uncomfortable for a little bit. But then it grew on me. Well, I'm here for all the weird vibes, to be honest. Like, I kind of liked the aspect that it was, like, trying to be weird and different. And yeah. I like that it's original. Um, but I just don't... <laughs> I don't know. I have my... I, I literally said to you, I was like, we're, I'm going to regret looking up, like, what the director said about this movie. Yeah. And I <laughs> did immediately. <laughs> I mean, I at first it, I was kind of like deciding whether I I hated it or if I loved it cuz like I like obviously we like weird shit. Like we like that's that's weird shit. Like we like weird shit. But I like the ending. The it was just kind of like, well, then you look it up and you're like, well, what's like the reason? Like why why did they do all this? And the director's just like, well, it changed the meaning of this movie changes every time I view it and it's like okay I'm out I'm out I'm out just I'm like out. interpret it yourself have a good I know. time I yeah art. but it's it's like a, it's a movie with like fucking half fucking people half sheep like we have to, we, there has to be some some there's stuff. five minutes of dialogue throughout the whole film yeah there has to be like some kind of at least like a little bit of an explanation from somebody about it i can understand if he was like i don't want to explain it whatever but like he was just like there's just like all these different types of meanings like oh my god fuck me yeah like, I hate that. in my thoughts here i wrote down beautiful but boring yeah and it was yeah it was very slow it was very slow paced um i did like how it was shot though i do like the the shots the longer shots and the um i did like the acting i guess at least from new me rapache or whatever her name is yeah i like the said. color palette and i like how bleak it felt yeah and i didn't mind like the lamb like i thought it was kind of cute it freaked me out at first it made me a little uncomfy at first because you know i have a little problem with goats to begin <laughs> with um so i don't know once it once it became like a full-formed human like dressed in cute little clothes i was like i kind of want it before before this was like picked up by a24 there was no info about it and it was like it was just like literally like you didn't it, the, the teaser trailer didn't show anything it just had like a couple of like really like long shots of like her just like sitting in a room or like some like countryside or something there's no dialogue in the and then, like really tight shots on the lamb's face and stuff well, well the one i'm talking about there was no lamb there was no lamb oh, in the video but that's what i saw at first it was just like scenery her and then like tight shots of a lamb's face and that's all that i saw I, I saw one there was no lamb in it and i was like 
I was like, eh, this kind of looks like it could be awful. And then A24 vision, I was like, okay, like maybe we should watch this. But then I like didn't bother watching a trailer because I was like, oh, maybe I'll keep it, you know, like intrigue me a little more. But then I don't know. I felt, I just felt like it was like boring. Like it's, I feel like they were slacking. There could have been so much. Is a yawn counter? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, stop yawning. Are you bored? No, I'm tired as fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> they I feel like A24 kind of slacked a, li- a little bit with that and they're slacking with the beach kind of thing. They're just kind of like doing weird stuff to kind of get people into like their thing, but they're not producing Wait, good truly, content. I I thought I would have been a bigger fan of A24 by now. I don't know, but Neon is growing on me more. Yeah, cuz Neon like doesn't give a shit about like cutting cuz like even A24 is like they're I don't know, they're just kind of come conforming to like censorship and like that's why like they're not getting like a lot of good movies anymore it's because like even that one that i was talking about pleasure or whatever it was that porn documentary or whatever it was yeah, um no, that, I watch so bad. They, they that was picked up by a24 originally and then it was they it was like shelved by them because they wanted to cut all the, the sex scenes out of it or something and then so that's why neon picked it up and they were like okay we're gonna put this out like correctly but as it should be <laughs> But I agree. I kind of like Neon, Neon soon growing on me. They're yeah. for like the weird indie vibes more. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And you mentioned you want to watch In the Earth again. And I think that's again, a Neon one. Yeah. Watch that for the really, show. I don't know. I, I like environmental horror. I agree. I really like that one. Even though a lot of people didn't like it, but I liked it. Yeah. You and I seem to have opposing opinions to what everybody else thinks oh i thought you were like together um yeah no i agree yeah i don't know we kind of go against the grain yeah <laughs> well, soulmate. yeah that's why we're doing the podcast yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be there in two days yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> should we get into your pick from last week um yeah well Unless you have some more you, about lamb, or do you want to wrap up about lamb? Well, I was going to ask, did you want to wrap up with lamb? Because I kind of talked for a lot. Uh, well, all in all, um, I guess it was worth the watch for the ending. The ending was the way that it was paid off at the end. I enjoyed how that happened, but to get there, it was a journey. Um, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't I, almost two hours. It was an hour and a good almost 45 minutes but of silence um <laughs> i <laughs> i think i would have to go ahead and rate that one a two and a half out of five yeah i i think i would give this exact same rating to be honest i didn't just hate it, it but was, i mean i hated it but i mean i don't know i just thought it was it was beautiful enough to deserve like mm. it was shot beautifully enough to deserve a, a decent rating and the ending yeah i like there was redeeming qualities like i i hate it i feel like there's certain parts i hate it like the director like the meaning behind it but like there was some redeeming qualities at least so i'm gonna give it a two and a half that's a good rating well let's get into possession from 1981 yeah i picked this one because i uh since like pretty much i mean since we met i mean i hadn't even heard i didn't hear about it like actually before we met but um, probably like right around the time we met, I started hearing about that movie, even though it came out in the 80s. Um, 
but I have been wanting to watch it since then. And I hadn't actually brought it up to you at all because I kind of felt like you had already watched it because it's like a popular No, one. and I was like obsessed with it, but like I always seen bits and pieces of it and what I thought was the ending was not the ending. And I promised you I didn't spoil it for myself and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, true. I, and uh, I mean, like what even like is the story? I mean, I guess, okay. I actually have some thoughts about this. Hold up, before we begin. This movie was directed by, I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly, but Andre, it's or... Andrej, <laughs> A-N-D-R-Z-E-J, um, Zubchuski, <laughs> I'm horrific with pronouncing uh, names. Yeah, it's like Andre or something, I, I don't know, for like, if, if for English, at least you would probably yeah, say something like that. along those lines, but it is starring Isabel Ajani and Sam Neill, who were over the top in this movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They, well, they definitely, like, like you said, like you said, um, like we were telling me while we were watching, it felt like very soap opera-y, like yeah. over the top with like the acting, which I definitely agree. I just feel like it's like part of the times. Like that's kind of like what they um, did like with like the, I don't know. That's like, what my mom said too. I feel like back back then, like they they had a lot of like movies where like the acting was kind of over the top. Yeah. Um, uh, this movie is essentially about a man whose wife is having and he suspects is having an affair, um, but she asks for a divorce and leaves, um, and he ends up having an affair with his son's teacher, who ends up being his wife's lookalike. But the separation between the two is entirely, completely dramatic and volatile and horrific to watch um, with lots of body horror, lots of abuse, um, abuse, yes, and a grotesque being existing in Anna, the wife's house apartment. Um, What are your thoughts on this movie? Um my thoughts well i actually i feel like i enjoyed it a little more than you did to be honest because you kind of seemed like indifferent after rewatching. you were kind of like yeah like it was good and i was listen the only thing i wanted that that (laughs) i wanted to happen happened i just wanted her to fuck that entity in her house and she did so that's all i wanted and it happened um, I, I know, I understand the, the acting. It was definitely kind of like takes you out of it. It doesn't feel like as real. It doesn't feel like as natural. But um, I don't know. I thought that, I thought the, uh, I guess like I thought the performances were pretty good because it, I feel like it, the over the top part fits a little bit because they're kind of going crazy in the, in the movie, you know, like they're kind of losing. Yeah. And how do we know that like that being like wasn't part of like, them was like actually going like actually going crazy you know like what like did they imagine that or like was that like actually real the ending was fucking wild with like the shootout thing that happened yeah. like what the fuck was that about i know um, they were just going I, for like the most carnage ever but i mean eh, i was here for it i, I, I had it written down that the actors no they committed in such a way that it made you believe that they were going insane and that like it was insanity you know yeah, I thought the main actor, what's her name? Like Isabel? Isabella Johnny. Yeah. Um, I thought like some of the scenes were pretty good with her, uh, with like their separation, like what they're arguing and like that kind of stuff. It felt very Yeah, she gets crazy like, eyes. It it felt I know literally. It felt 
me at you sometimes. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, no, the, uh, well, the, it felt very realistic. And I think the reason for that is because this was a pretty like stark betrayal, like a pretty, like, I don't know. It, the, the director who also wrote the movie, he wrote this based on his divorce. Um, this, the scenes where like the kid was like home alone, where you were like, how's this kid not dead yet? That yeah. should happen in real life. Like he said, he, so he said he would just like come home and like the kid would just, the shit would just be everywhere. And the kid would just be like by himself for like hours and days. That's so sad. Um, while like his mom doing whatever, going crazy. She was an actress too. The mom, she was like a famous actress or something from like the seventies and eighties. Wow. Um, but yeah, they had, I guess like he had like a big, the, while he was going through the divorce, he ended up like going to like New York or something or then going to France or something but he met like two other writers that were working on it with him and then they crafted this but like that's I think that's why like those scenes like the separation scenes feel so like authentic I guess maybe like mm -hmm. it feels like they're really drawing from those emotions he probably pushed them a little bit during the directing process I would imagine to kind of get those performances out of them right um but yeah, I thought I, I really liked the body horror and I liked the being thing and the fucking part. And I know you were like, you you saw like a little little teeny glimpse of it and you said, I hope she fucks it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, oh my then God. it happened. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> one, thing, <laughs> one thing I did like that I mentioned to you, but like, right after we were watching the movie was I like how a lot of the scenes were shot like I don't know very angular and like mm -hmm. the one scene of them sitting in the restaurant together like he was sitting on one side and she was sitting on the other and like it was just like shot like really beautifully the whole movie I just thought it was so cool I agree um what one thing about the acting I didn't like uh, at least like but for this at least one of the scenes that really stuck out to me that I did not like was the PI scene, like where the yeah. PI is going after her and it's just so over dramatized. Like, and he's like following her on a foot. He's on just like, bus. he's like, he's like staring at her and she's just like, not like, not even like, like acknowledge. I thought I was like, is she like dreaming this? Like, did this? Yeah. Spoil? And then he's, and then he's like, I'm, I'm a building inspector and all this and, stuff. Like, and like, she's like, she's just like has groceries and like there's like a crackhead or something and he just like reaches in and grabs her like bananas a banana? and starts eating it yeah like, and she just has like, no reaction she's just like like yeah, while he's like, doing it like what the fuck when you're like i don't know if this is actually happening i'm like maybe <laughs> it's not <laughs> like what but then you then then i was like oh he's like creating i was like she's just like imagining this guy he's like fun. and then he's just like next scene he's calling him he's like yeah i i found her apartment like oh my god like shut up <laughs> i hated that scene that was so, yeah that was awful <laughs> that scene was absolutely awful they needed to definitely cut that out uh for sure there's so many scenes like that that you needed to cut out to make the runtime like way less and the ending like the ending ending i feel like we could have just done without the whole ending like I, I, I mean, I liked, I didn't hate it, but like, I feel like it didn't belong and it was just kind of to get, make the runtime go a longer. longer. And I just yeah. feel like if they cut that out, made it like an hour and a half, it would have been a lot better, a lot more digestible. For That's usually everyone. how I feel about movies. Keep it under 90 minutes. If it's quick in and out, let's go. 
Yeah, especially the only movie I like want to see that's longer than that is Nymphomaniac. If it's not by <laughs> Lars von Trier, I don't care. <laughs> oh my god. If a girl's not giving a guy a blowjob on the train, then it doesn't count. <laughs> if she does not cut her full clitoris off, I do not want to see it. If Shia LaBeouf doesn't s- simulate sex with somebody in the movie, then it's not. It's not for me. <laughs> Mind you, I was talking about Antichrist with that one. Oh my god. For another day. Oh my god, let's not expose our viewers to that one. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fun. We should what we should we should do like actually I'm bringing this up right now on the podcast. Um, because we're already gonna be doing a Quentin Tarantino episode. I don't know when, but eventually. Um, because we have to watch all the episodes or all the movies and then talk about them and rank them and all that um i also want to do a lars von Trier. okay do you want to do all of his movies or do you want to just do the depression trilogy um all of them okay i'm just making sure well what what exactly is the depression trilogy like which ones antichrist melancholia and nymphomaniac one and two. Oh yeah no i want to do all of them and the new the house of jackville i want to do all of them i have that one yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna rank all of them we're gonna watch them all Okay. But but yeah, when we plan that, we can plan that like weeks ahead of time if you want. I have so we one on VHS and the, the, the synopsis on it seems pretty crazy. Which one? Go get it. This is called The Kingdom. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. This says the best ghost story since The Shining with the weirdest characters since Twin Peaks. Um, it and there says, better be a lot of unsimulated sex in it and fucking... Yeah vaginas um, getting cut off that's what i need yeah. <laughs> it says the kingdom hospital is ailing this once venerable institution has become a carnival of horrors as a restless ghost haunts the halt crying for redemption the patients try to contact the uneasy spirit with seances the doctors feeling their own inadequacy turn to exorcism and voodoo in death ginger is going crazy in desperate attempts to salvage their powers as healers, but a terrible secret buried in the past has the hospital in its grasp. The terror spreads like a virus, snaring the innocent in its deadly path, but it may be too late to save the kingdom. I, that sounds really cool, actually. We should definitely watch all of these. Like ER on acid. Oh, yeah, we're watching it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's done deal. That's all I needed to see. yeah we definitely have to do i want to do that and quentin tarantino for sure no problem and wes anderson yeah we can do wes Wes anderson he's one of my faves Mm -hmm. i know we have to watch (laughs) the french dispatch eventually whenever there's whenever it's out i mean it's out but like whenever we can get a chance to watch it well, let's talk about a movie. Uh, let's finish up. What did what is your rating? What did you think about Possession? Um, I believe I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd. I can double check that. Yeah, I think I, I would give it a four out of five just because of the time that it was in. It was edgy for its time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Especially for the movies that were coming out for there. Actually, I gave it a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'll give it a four. Um. I said this was extravagantly over the top. And by the way, follow me on Letterboxd. This has over 100 likes on it. I am the new Karsten Rundquist. And by the way, I don't just write one little thingy. I mean, sometimes I do, but. 
Um, oh, that's an ad. Something different. <laughs> that's an ad. Ah, ha, 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 ha. There you go. Sorry. There you go. Oh, I said this was extravagantly over the top and dramatic and sexy and weird and intense. It was fun and it was a thrill ride from start to finish. Possession was a stark and visceral portrayal of the director's own divorce and its message was pretty on the nose, but I loved the practical effects and how they didn't hold back whatsoever with the violence or the yucky imagery. And yeah. I said, if you're into Cronenberg, you'll love this. If you're into weird shit, you'll love this. If you're into dramatic horror films that are a little on the nose with their themes, you'll definitely love this. <laughs> well, I love you. <laughs> I love you. You like that one? Yeah. See, I know how to write reviews sometimes. <laughs> but that's, that, that is kind of sums up my thoughts. I mean, maybe I'll change it to a four out of five. I don't know if I felt that strongly about it. But that's okay. Okay, well, let's get into my pick from last week, which was The Descent from 2005. Mm -hmm. This movie was directed by Neil Marshall. Um, actually does not have any actors that we would know because these are, at the time, to me, were all unknowns, which made the story a little scarier. I agree. Um, and but, they were good. And they were and good. And they were good, yeah. Uh, this movie is about a group of friends who go on an expedition to a cave and their expedition turns into a nightmare when they get trapped inside of a cave and are pers pursued by bloodthirsty predators. So this one holds up. I agree. And as somebody who is an avid caver, caveman, cave person caveman. that goes into You're caves. You're my caveman? I'm just <laughs> um, I agree with like or, how it's pretty... It, Caves can be pretty scary sometimes. I'm not going to lie. You definitely should not go into a cave alone. But that's for sure. You and think there's it, monsters living in them? I slept in one. And let me tell you, it's uh, all you hear is just weird. Like, you have to go into a cave and shut off all the lights and just listen. Because, like, there's just weird sounds. Like, it's just sounds. Like, and you'll be like, how is there sounds down here? Like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm deep underground. And you'll hear like dripping of water. You'll hear bangs. You'll hear just like, you probably hear bats down there. You'll hear like all different types of things. The silence, like it's it's right there. Like you can feel like how silent. When you shut off all the like lights. It's kind of uncomfortable and I don't like it. That's why I have fucking thousands of lights. The TV is on, two fans are on. I, like I slept in one. Like it's not, it's not super, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. It's a scary time. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> and why does everyone that does urbex like why are they just like let's go into caves all the time like i don't want to go into every cave i don't want to go into every cave i just want to go to other things honestly <laughs> i know because you always get such good pictures everywhere else but like what are you going to get in a cave when have i ever even sent you one i've never even taken one when i was in a cave <laughs> i just because yeah. there's not it's, can't even get a good one unless you're like really in there and like i don't know you have to be in a really cool one not in like an exploring with Josh video that he titles it um, haunted devil mine cave thing that the that's the one I slept in I think you're not paying attention to where you're going in the cave like you have to make sure that you either put it write it down or like make a mental note of like where you are like for sure or look for things around you to kind of yeah get that's out. why that hellhole scares me so bad because how do you get out of there yeah or you have to just keep going to the end like and hopefully it's open on the other side because sometimes they're not sometimes yeah. it's just like an end it just ends or like it's caved in or you can't go any further so you have to turn back around and go back out of the cave okay um 
I did say that the descent was the perfect amount of horror, suspense, gore, and claustrophobia. Yeah, I agree. It really makes you feel a lot of things when you're watching it. Yeah. Frustration. Yeah, yeah like anxious, honestly. Like some yeah. some some of the scenes are so like like you said, cla- I think claustrophobic was a good word. Yeah. Really well, because the one she she leaves the map and leads them to a different cave and like they don't know where they are. So as soon as they're in there, you're like, where are you gonna go? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. You need to fucking make sure you know where you're going. Oh like that's God. it's so cla- like it really does get claustrophobic in a cave, to be honest. And it's yeah. I think they captured that like very well in the movie. And not, I mean, obviously it's also like other horror elements, but I like I like what they did with everything. I feel like it was way ahead of its time when it came out in like what 2005 yeah way ahead of its time like has there even been a good cave weird cave movie like that since um I don't I wouldn't necessarily consider it a cave movie but it was shot in the catacombs as above so below that one I enjoyed that movie yeah I I know you mean I'm well I guess that's a little different than like just like a regular cave but Mm -hmm. That'd be cool to go to one day if you want to go to Paris and go to the catacombs. I'll go anywhere with you. Well, let's go, baby. Get your passport and get your shots. <laughs> Do you have your passport? <laughs> get your shots. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, the last note that I have about this movie was that it, it, like, the arguments in the movie and everything, kind of felt more believable because it wasn't like I mentioned, it wasn't well-known actors. So all the tension, everything that you're feeling feels so much more believable because it could be a situation that happened because like paranormal activity, we didn't know who Katie and Miko were, you know, so they could have died for all we know, but that's how I felt with the descent. I agree. Yeah, there's, um, I, I like that, especially, well, I feel like it works when there's like, when they, when they, like when they understand the assignment, you know, like yeah. when those, because like there's some movies where they have like unknown actors and they're not really like good but these are like the the ones you mentioned paranormal activity this the descent are really good in that aspect i really enjoyed i i think that that's a good point like where they have like a lot of you know unknown actors and actresses and it kind of makes it more believable that they were like really like in these situations and did they film like on location or like where where did they film this because i don't really know i actually don't know but let me just look something up really quick because i stumbled across a little article about this movie so (laughs) apparently this movie was based on the texas chainsaw massacre the thing and deliverance the descent yeah that's that was what? that was <laughs> influences. It says combining the terror of claustrophobia, being hunted, and paranoia. Oh, okay. paranoia. Okay, I can I can see what what they mean by that. Um. Oh yeah, the last minute of the film was different. Um, to the American release. Oh, okay. Um, the creatures in the film are called crawlers, and the director calls them evolved cavemen. Hmm. Yeah, hey, um, it's me. <laughs> originally, the cast was supposed to be a mixture of male and female because they didn't want to stereotype the characters. Um, the film is set in North America, but it's filmed in the UK. Yeah, so I said I was. I just looked it up, and it says that it was not shot in an actual cave because that would have been too dangerous for them. 
but um, it would be cool a, if it was. Yeah, there's a fan theory. The main character, Sarah, lost her mind in the cave and imagined that the crawlers, she imagines them all, um, and that she killed off all of her friends herself. And I like that theory. The crawlers were so scary. Back well, the first time I saw that, they were really scary, but they still are a little bit freaky. Um, yeah. The crawlers were played by professional actors and not stunt people because they wanted each of them to have their own personality and authenticity was very important to the director while making the film when mm. it became when it came to the actors playing fear. Um, and finally, apparently there is a vampire connection to this movie. Vampire? What do you mean? Yeah, um, apparently every character, every actress in this movie has a character um, related to a vampire movie or show. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. Well, that's cool. I actually, I had no idea about any of that stuff. Yeah, I stumbled across that article at work. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad that you shared that with me and everyone else because I didn't know any of that kind of stuff about it. Um, But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed The Descent. I'm glad that we got to watch that. And fuck exploring with Josh. Fuck your stupid ass devil cave, fucking haunted ass, fucking bullshit ass. I was in there. That shit ain't haunted, bro. I was in there. Cut yeah. it out. So I, all your all your little Travis Scott fans, like they're they're they might be dumb and they believe you, but I don't. I was there. I got in there. I seen it. I slept there. <laughs> it may be scary for the other shit, but it ain't scary for your haunted devil mind cave BS, whatever you called that video. Get out of here. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> get, out, get out of here. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> um, I'm going to rate The Descent a four and a half because I think it holds up after. I've, I've watched this movie almost every single year for the past few years and it still holds up. <laughs> Damn, baby. You watch it a lot more than me. Um, yeah. I Actually, hold on. I'm going to give you the exact rating that I gave it. Um, but I think I gave... Let's... I think I remember. I we've watched so many movies. Oh, I gave it. Um, well, uh, actually, this was from a long time ago. I'm gonna I'm gonna update it. I get, I'm giving it a four, four out of five. All right. But, um, but I'm glad that we got to rewatch that, and I'm hoping yeah. we can we can watch like more. We, we get another cool one out of your random generator. Yeah. Well, <laughs> go ahead with your your recommendation for next week. Do we have any other movies to talk about? Nope. Um, okay. What was my recommendation? Oh, my recommendation. Um, okay. Yeah, you're talking about the, uh, like, what we're going to tell the fans to watch? No, 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 no. What we're watching next week. You get a pick. I get one. Remember you picked? Oh, yeah. And then we have a main one, right? Yeah. But we did. Do we decide on the main one? Yes. Or are we deciding right now? Oh, no. no we, we decided. decided. We decided. We decided. Okay. I, I, we have so many movies. Like, we're like, this one would be good for the podcast. <laughs> like, um, um, okay. My pick was going to be Skate Kitchen because I have, well, actually, I don't even remember. I had never heard of this movie until you brought it up. Yeah, and it was on my you wanted to watch it. a long time. And that got me interested. I, got, I skateboard and I like skating. And so I really want to watch this and I've wanted to watch it for like since you told me about it. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm recommending that for us to watch for next week so we can talk about it. And then after Skate Kitchen, we do have the show Betty that follows it on HBO. And that's about Skate Kitchen? 
it's about the girls that are in the show or in the movie oh all right that'd be cool yeah yeah we should definitely watch that too um and then i'm going to do my random number generator for my collection in there i'm going to pull a dvd out last time i believe we picked number 80 we were in the 80s it was like 87 or something like that yeah so i'm gonna start at 80 this time and i'm gonna go to 300 so between 80 and 300 okay we got 187 so so you're gonna go from 80 to 187 no i'm going to pick the 187th movie oh okay gotcha okay i'll be right back all right all right 187 brought us to the letter h is it your fave be honest it's not house of a thousand girls is it your fave what it's a hostel hostel why did that even come out of your mouth what are you talking about hereditary (laughs) oh no 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 that i didn't think about because that's in my a24 oh my god okay you all right we're (laughs) we're redoing this whole thing you're adding these other ones into the collection no you want to see what we i don't think you're gonna like this movie Oh my god, what is and I that? don't know if you've seen it. Probably. I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm just, what is it? Oh, you've never seen it. Horns. Oh, I've seen that with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, you should watch that. I think you'll like that. Okay. I mean, it's a little crazy. That's fine with me. What? Well, that's our movie for this week is Horns. Yeah, let's check that one out. I haven't seen that since it came out, like whenever that dropped, but yeah. Well, I'm excited because I like Juno Temple. You see that movie that Daniel Radcliffe was in called like Guns Akimbo or whatever? Yeah, I have not watched with his handguns. That show was insane. Like, what is that? It was like Crank, but it was just like with guns. Like, I I don't know. Crank was good. Crank was good. (laughs) Can we watch Crank? (laughs) Can we watch Crank when we go to bed? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was going to recommend something but i don't remember oh our main movie first before we get into it our main movie is called there's someone in your house inside your no it's not that's that's the other one i got confused with that i i thought it was going to be that one we were watching but it's called no one gets out alive that's the one we're watching and this is on netflix okay um this one it says desperate and without documentation a woman from mexico moves into a rundown Cat fight, Cleveland boarding house, and the unsettling cries and eerie visions begin. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds exciting. No, I'm excited to watch that one. Yeah, so that, and then I guess my recommendation this week, I don't necessarily have too, too much to recommend. I'm going to just go ahead and recommend In Search of Darkness, part one and two. If you haven't seen them, go ahead and watch them. It's eight hours of your life. You will thank me for watching. Um, and then I'm going to recommend one of my very favorite podcasts, the Intercut Podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to recommend Karsten Runquist's podcast, Karscast. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Oh, I take that back. I'm going to recommend Karscast, and I'm going to just, I'm going to recommend Jeffrey Borslow's song, I'm a Mantis on Spotify. Go stream, I'm a Mantis. Actually, um, since she decided to troll me, I'm actually going to give you guys a recommendation to go check out her main channel, um, Dead Girl Superstar, because... She didn't didn't give like an actual, she didn't tell you what her channel was when she told you to watch her videos. But, um, 
I love her channel and I'm her biggest fan. So I wanted to go watch her stuff. Well, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. I'm a real big fan of yours. <laughs> <laughs> but no no movie related content for recommendations this week. I have I mean I do have some other ones, but I wanted to recommend. Yeah, we haven't really watched too much to recommend. I guess we'll have to sign off for the night, right? We're good. Yeah. Um, I have had this makeup on for 13 and a half hours and I am ready to take it off. You're acting like it's like a a thing, like it's a hard I feel like I have a second skin on. Can I wear your skin? (laughs) Can I wear your skin? You're taking that off on the podcast? (laughs) Oh my God. Keep it on. No. Oh my God. No eyes. No eyes. No eyes. Um, all right. Well, that's it. I guess you guys got no eyes, Ashley, and no bones, <laughs> Ashley, over here. So <laughs> that's it. We're signing off. Um, sayonara, suckers. Sayonara, suckers. <laughs>